Spoonful of Paolo, here we go. Hey everyone, it's Paolo. Okay, so today we have a special episode because I am gonna be talking with the one and only Kathy Lee Gifford. Now you guys know that I love daytime television. So anytime I get to interview a talk show legend, um, I'm there. So I'll see you guys with Kathy Lee. Make sure it's all gonna be good for you, okay? Don't you worry. Um, I, I just wanna start by saying, Kathy Lee, it is an honor to have a mentor, a big dreamer, someone I've looked up to since you like changed our life. Um, I love you, so thank you for being at A Spoonful Apollo. This is a big moment for us, so thank you so much. Well, I'm thirsty, so let me get or hungry, whatever you have to be to have a spoonful of Apollo. <laughs> title. Thank you. Thank you so much. So I got it first by asking you, how is Nashville, Tennessee treating you? I know you're happy there. Like, how's it going? Uh, you know, I've, I've been working in Nashville for well over 40 years. I did my first sitcom here uh, in 1977 called he Hee Haw Honey. Yeah, Hee Haw Honey. That's right. It was a spinoff from the, the Hee Haw show. And um, Nashville was such a sleepy, quiet little town then, but full of amazingly talented and incredibly sweet people and so i spent almost a year here and then I, and i recorded three albums from warner brothers here over the years so i was always very comfortable here but um never thought i'd want to live here mm. uh uh only because i've been on the water my whole life yeah i've i've lived on uh the atlantic ocean or the long island sound or uh, the, and uh down in the keys and i'm a really um now i live on the harpeth river <laughs> it's just this little teeny thread of a river, but I love it. So I was doing a movie uh, with my dear friend, Craig Ferguson, whom I just uh, adore and for him. And I started writing the score for it, the soundtrack with uh, one of the best writers in the whole business, uh, a guy named Brett James. And uh, he was loving the project and I was too, but it was easier for me to get away uh, to, to Nashville to work than it was for him to get up to my studio at my house in Connecticut. So more often than not, I started coming here like every every other weekend or at least once a month for a year, uh, writing, producing it and with Brett and doing the videos and just getting ready for this, this movie to come out. So we wrote about seven songs for the film. And every time I'd get on the plane to go home on Sunday, uh, I would say to myself, why am I so happy here? And it wasn't just the work that I was doing, Paolo. It was honestly the culture here. Mm. Uh, you're married to someone from the South, and it, it just is a different, different place. People are very, very, um, they leave me alone for the most part. I've only had one, maybe two, you know, uh, paparazzi situations. And for that's, I used to have two a day at least it would have lived up north. So I don't miss that. But but um, for the most part, 95% of the people that come up to me are just kind. And and I know them because of all the years that they've you know spent with me. But you, you know, know Kathleen, I, the reason why I think people love you is because you've always have stayed true to yourself. You always knew what you wanted. And I remember when you were a little girl, you know, you, you were in love with Barbara Streisand. You wanted to be Barbara Streisand. And when she sang people, it changed your life. But then you said to yourself, you know, I think instead of me idolizing and saying, I want to be her or whoever, you said, I need to be me and show my gift and show that I can sing and I can act. And I think it's just so remarkable. Even your- yeah. Much celebrity worship. Yeah. I, I worship 
through God. And yes. that's all I. Yes. Yes. But wasn't that worshipped her celebrity? I was in awe of of the God of the God given gift she had. Yes. And I am. You know, I um, I I really have always felt like uh, she God gives a voice like that. You know, very rarely. Usually, gen one in a generation. We have several in, in our world today. But she, at that particular time in my life, when I was seeking whatever gifts I had and how could I use them, mm. uh, I remember, yeah, you're absolutely right. I was crossing my kitchen, which was small back then. I have a bigger one now. <laughs> and, and I heard, people, people on me. Oh, I can't sing anymore. Yes, you could. You have 16 albums. You could sing. <laughs> I'd, yeah, but but I but I'm the only one who bought them. I, <laughs> yeah, I, bought, no, I bought them too. So whatever, <laughs> don't you dare say that. Don't, because look, look how one time she said, "Kathy, you are a terrific singer. You're a, such a good singer." And Tony Bennett told me that, and then uh, and what's his face, um, uh, Sinatra did, and <sighs> I just thought Barry Manilow and Dolly were huge supporters of my writing, not, not and and I just thought, you know what? It doesn't matter what some critic says about me. This is what these people I admire say about me. Yes. And most importantly of all, for all of us, what does God say about me? Yeah. And God says, you are my child and I love you. And I did not make a mistake with you. Every gift you have is because I placed it in you in your mother's womb. And I want for my glory, not your own. But you got to remember that God did give you a gift because, you know, when you were in first grade, I think you played a squirrel in Snow White at your elementary school. And then when you went after that, then when you eight years old, you, after watching a movie, you decided to write a letter to Mr. Walt Disney. And you said, you know, I, we have to meet, you know, you, you want to be in shows. And then his office wrote back to you saying, one day we will meet. I mean, like you were eight years old, but you already I, had... Oh. Active. Yeah, but, yeah, but you already had this like hard work ethic that I I feel that did you get that from your parents because like you know your yeah. dad had three jobs your mom was selling eggs door to door I mean and you're just you eight years old an awful lot I yeah, told that's... you I mean it's crazy and you're eight years old and you already were out there trying to change the world and you were trying to say I have this gift and I somehow have to let people see me which I think is remarkable. Well, I was very audacious even at that age because I said, "Dear Mr. Disney," you know, wrote directly, <laughs> I love that. and I and I and I said, "You need to meet me." Yes, I know you love Annette Funicello and Haley Wheels. I do too. Yes, but you beat me because I'm known for my expressions. <laughs> and I, I, of course, it was a form letter, but he's that famous signature. Yes, and I can't tell you what that did for my little mm. self-esteem as a child. I didn't know what a form letter was. Uh, I'm sure my mother and father had helped me uh, at eight. I was, what, third grade? Yeah, so I yeah. probably was writing just fine. But um, the response was, well, you keep working at it, and maybe someday you'll be in one of my movies, too, or TV. But we'll work together. And darn if I didn't all those years later join Regis, which be, which became a part of the, the Walt Disney family. Yep. And I did several films for, for Disney. Yeah, and you I, did I five. You did I, five films for Disney yesterday, and your son did one did, as well. See, he didn't know more about me than I remember. <laughs> but you think, you know, even Kathy Lee, like when you think about it, like, because I know you were on Good Morning America, you were going to be the, uh, the co-anchor. You didn't really want that because you really, your dream was to sing and act. And I remember an executive producer came to you and said, oh, no, 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 you can't, you're, you can't sing and act. And you said, oh, yes, I am. Because you stay true to yourself. You said, I'm not going to let these people define me who I am. I already know who I am and I'm going to do it. I mean, girl, that says a lot about well, you. Give up. 
my my childhood dreams for something that was a job for a year. Yeah. And so I told them that, but I, and then they wanted to change the rules a little bit. I loved her. She was a great, great girl. Her name is Susan Winston, terrific executive producer. And I said, I will not, I will not stop singing and stop doing all the other things. I will never not do my job for you. Yeah. So I mean, literally, I would, uh, I would do two shows in Atlantic City, and get in a car at eleven or whenever the show through midnight usually, and uh, and and drive three hours to New York and be on the air at, uh, at five o'clock on Good wow. Morning America. And that went on for three years. I know it. I never. Yeah. No. No. My my dad and my mom were my greatest examples in every area in my life. I feel so for the people, the children who don't get what they need when they're a child, in their childhood, spend the rest of their lives until they die trying to fill that that void, that ache in their souls to have family, to have love, to have acceptance, to have. Um, somebody to help them dream their dreams, yeah. and uh, it makes me cry because uh, I, I I had no idea that every family wasn't like that until I got out in the world a little bit and realized what a gift my parents were to me. Um, I uh, I left a, a, that the age just turned eighteen and got on a plane and went and lived with the infamous Anita Bryant for a year. She wasn't infamous at the time; she was America's sweetheart at the time the orange juice queen. And uh, it was a very miserable year for me, not because of Anita, she was very kind to me, but for all kinds of other reasons. But my mother, I was I was supposed to go to college and I didn't want to go to college. Mm-hmm. I had no interest in going to college. I wanted to work in, in an industry I loved. And I got an opportunity, she, Anita heard me sing at the, at the, at the America's uh, Junior Miss Pageant where I was kicked out of that too. Oh my God. Kicked out of brownies, kicked out of the America's Junior Miss Pageant and kicked out of <laughs> What else was I kicked out of? Um, <laughs> Sunday school. What kind of a 10 year old gets kicked out of Sunday school? But I'm, and I just, I, I, I always knew, I mean, I made mistakes in life, tons of them, but I don't want to talk about that first marriage. Mm. But anyway, um, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I don't know. I mean, honestly, when I get off my kilter um, um, at times, uh, and and uh, it's because I've forgotten why I'm here. Yeah, I am here to be a beacon of light to to the in the darkness. Yeah, we all. Yeah, we I... are. I'm not. I was. I was put down so much in my early career by Christians. Yes. Who um, who uh, thought that I could not be uh, a light in in the world of entertainment. Yeah. And uh, that's that's when we try to dream other people's dreams. And you've got if you're going to be a um, a missionary, you got to go to Africa or you got to go to, you know, China. And yep. that's where missionaries go. And I said, you're not going to tell me where God has called me to go. Yeah. I knew I was called into that field. That was my mission field. Mm. Every time I, every time I got into a, a recording booth with, with the producers and, and every time I went into the studio with, with Regis and Hoden, all the different things I did all those years. And it's going, I started when I was 10 and I'm 69 now. And you're gorgeous. You're so sweet. I had a lot of help and, and a lot of work. But anyway, I haven't had a lot of work. And that, that's, that's why I go and get a lot of help. Yeah, but look, <laughs> but Candy Lee, look, let me tell you something. When you're talking, you know what this story comes from? Because you said this story a long time ago, but I remember this. It was if you said this yesterday, is that when you were on Good Morning America, I know that you were always a big fan of Regis Philbin. You, you, when you lived in L.A., you would watch him on AM Los Angeles. AM. And, 
Yes, and then when you went to when you did GMA, you were watching him do his show at the time. It was called The Morning Show. Obviously, later became live with Regis and Kathy Lee. But you called your agent. I think her name was Susan Rascal, and you said to her, "Get me an audition." That's, wrong. That's the only thing you've gotten wrong. What? It was just. Uh, Jimmy Griffin. Okay, Jimmy Griffin. Okay, so Jimmy Griffin. Okay. <laughs> okay, so this was another interview. I'm going to kill him. No. Okay, but when you had to, when you, because you said, okay, they were looking for a new co-host. You were on GMA. You're like, I want to be with Regis. And you made it happen. And what you two, like, I don't know what the secret sauce was between you two, but I know that you never got into a fight. You guys had so much respect for each other. You admired him, and then you get to work yeah. with him. You get to work with Regis, and then you, for those 15 years, I know you had a 35-year friendship, but the 15 years you worked with him was so magical because you two changed the whole landscape of daytime television, that I'm able to sit here and talk with you. You know, I think it's just crazy. But what do you think but, that secret sauce was between you and Regis? We knew from the very beginning, it, and it's a three-letter word, and it's not sex. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. We had so much fun together. Same thing with Craig. Same yeah. thing with Ricky. Same thing with, oh, there's there's a there are a lot of people that are just just so funny. I love um. Um, just tons of them that I, I admire so much. And uh, if you can keep your, if you can keep having fun, and that's important in any marriage, any relationship as well, too. I mean, don't don't uh, make it so so serious that you don't keep having fun. Oh. Uh, God is the, is the God of fun. He created it. Look at animals and how they yes. roll around and play, and and uh, they eat each other once in a while too. But that's just you know, <laughs> that, that, that's spoon shake. <laughs> but it's true you guys it's true you guys did have fun but you know what i love the most is that you forever left a heart print on his lovely wife joy and for regis and yourself because two weeks before he had passed away i know they came to your house for a beautiful lunch they were there for like three yeah. hours and he laughed and i know that after he passed away his lovely wife joy told you that you were the last person to make him laugh that is so beautiful like do, do, I mean that's gotta make you feel like wow I left this forever heart print in everyone and I'll never forget it it's, it was such a sacred special moment for you for joy and for Regis well, you know now remembering it she said I just want you to know Kathy that that was the last time I heard Regis laugh it was with me at my home where we'd spent so many fun times and he would quit I'm decorating this new place that I have out here and I, I laugh all the time about it because I think Regis wouldn't be going around going, and yet another place to eat. And yet another place to eat. Because he loved my house so much in, in Connecticut. And he would call me up. Honestly, I, this happened at least five times. And he'd say, Kath, it's Reach. I said, I know, hey. And he'd go, uh, can I come over to, uh, to your house? And I'd go, well, uh, why? Sure, but why? He goes, well, I, I, I so-and-so's in town. And I'm telling them about their house. I, I just got, I just love to show people your house. Can I come over? <laughs> and I go, well, Reed, I'm, I'm, I'm in Italy. Wherever you reach with me, I'm wherever. He says, it doesn't matter. I don't want to see you. I just want to take them to the house. Oh, and my I, God. <laughs> he would literally go around my house. And it is an amazing place. Oh, and he'd go, at another place to eat. Look, and they had a business on the water. I had another place to eat. It's just the bar, the Bambino Beach Bar. Are now there's another place to drink. Oh my God. There, there, are, there are about 50 in that house. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. And do you remember when you, I think it was your first day, you were going from GMA to live and you had on your red dress with fringe and sneakers and he saw you yes. with the sneakers. And what did he say to you when he saw you dressed like that with the sneakers? That's the way it's going to be. Great. Like, you know, and then 
and I just called him a jerk the first five minutes and we were off and running. And you're right, but you know what? The trouble with so many of these people that are good at talk shows um, are naturally, it's like you are natural, a natural communicator. Hmm. You, you, I, you, you can go to journalism school, you can go to all kinds of, you know, go study a lot of things. You can learn to be a better actor. You can, I don't know, except in the case of Hoda, a situation where you can take somebody that's been trained to do something completely different. I mean, it did not click for me and Hoda at all in the first year. Mm. And I'd only, uh, I wasn't, I didn't want to come back to daytime television, mm. but I loved her person. She's one of those people that you just, she's, she's sunshine in her bottle. Yeah. She was on our show and, a couple uh, last month. We did an interview in person in New York and I, I understand why you love her so much because she's really oh, a special human being. Right. Yeah, I wasn't going to stay with Reaches for 15 years, but I fell in love. I wasn't going to stay with Hoda. I'd fall in love, you know. It's like, but you two like, are magic. Look at this. I have your, you guys are magic. Magic a couple. Really, truly. One of my, one of my, one of my 28 books. I know it's one of your 28 books. You keep writing and writing and writing, and I'm like, okay, she's got another book. I got to go read it. I got to go read it. I've got three more in the works right now anyway, but I don't know about the whole point of it was that we, we made a pact. But this is important, because hmm. later I that what I was doing all my life was saying, my joy is non-negotiable. I'll negotiate time off. I'll negotiate a salary for something. I'll negotiate all those things. But my joy is not for sale. Oh. And that's really, that's joy is, it, happiness is about circumstances. Mm. It comes from, from happenstance, right? But so you're, you're happy depending on the circumstances of your life. That can, that can change when, if it's a sunny day and rain comes. Yeah. You're not happy for it. But your joy is in the soul of you. Oof. The, the essence, the God essence of you is where that lives. And you, you, you know where yours is. I, I, and, and I'll make a mistake if I try to tell you where it is. No, that's, that's between you and, and your creator. And, um, and so the times that I have negotiated a little chip of my joy away, I've always, always regretted it. But... Uh, I remember saying to Regis, and he said to me, Kath, because we were so happy doing a local show. And, 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 and it was Barbara Walters who said to me, you've got to do the show with, G with Regis. I said, everybody's telling me I shouldn't do it. I shouldn't do it. Why? Because I was up for Joan London's job. Wow. Uh, and, and that's a big, big, you know, it looks like a demotion, right? Go, to go to a, 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 a daytime local show, morning. And she said, Kathy, I said, everybody's telling me I can't do it because it's a local show. Oh. And she looks... Goes, sweetheart. Believe me, Toledo is local, not New York. And and if you join with Regis, and you guys click, you won't be you won't be local long. And she wow. was the one that that I'm afraid Gifford at the time was a very very dear friend of mine, but we weren't romantically involved at mm. all. And that I was close to said, why in the world do you want to leave? Good morning, America. My gosh. Wow. Why? I wasn't happy there. Mm. Back then, the shows, I don't even watch the shows anymore, but mm. at, at the time, it was very, very controlled environment, and, and, and you're supposed to stick to the script pretty much and stick to the, to the there was teleprompter. Mm. In and out, every uh, segment would be a teleprompter. I had to learn to read a teleprompter because I am an, a live, you know, instinctive personality. I've been a live singer and actress. Well, you got to learn when you're, an act, when you're yep. acting something. Yep. But if you, I'm, for the most part, I'm just a, a spontaneous, um, authentic performer. 
And I always said I was, I'm a born again Bette Midler. <laughs> I could totally see that, Kathleen, yeah. because I remember when I read when I read Hoda's book. I remember in one of the chapters she said when it was your first taping, when you guys did the fourth hour together for the first day, she had her cards out, and you told her that she didn't need her cards. You told her she, she needed her cards. I'm like that, and that's why you said you, you're not the teleprompter girl. You know inside what you're going to say. No. You know who you are. You know why I knew that? Because huh. we'd had a Jim Bell, the executive producer of TV of uh, the Today Show, was trying to get me back to TV. I said, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I'm happy. I'm writing for Broadway. I'm just, I'm having fun. I'm creative again. I was in a beautiful, very, very high paying. I, Regis and I were quarter owners. Wow. Each, each of us a quarter of that show. Got it. And you, that's back when syndication, you made a fortune in yep. it, you know? Yeah. And I miss being rich, I'll be honest. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> those, that I don't, that I miss. I'm just, I'm always honest. So anyway, where do you I come up with these things when you like you're talking and you have these like isms that like, you're so good at what you say? It's like you're good. I, I, at this point, I don't give a rip what somebody thinks. I, I know my heart. You know your I'm heart, right, buddy? You know, and and so we made a bond. We made a pact that we were never going to go national because we were we were poor Marlo Thomas, but we we kicked Phil Donahue out of the <laughs> I know you guys school. did. I know. But then two months of me joining him. It was just magic, and we yep. knew it. Yep. And then it didn't take long that we were the king and queen of New York. But we did offers and stuff, and, we, and that it, people wanted to change us. Change wow. us. And, and Re Re Regia and I always said, no, we're not going to go up on that satellite until somebody comes along and says, we will not change you. Wow. Just let your show and put it on a satellite and take it take it to, around the country. And we signed with Buena Vista, which is the Disney arm of uh, syndication. Okay. And they did... Uh, did try to change us. And you'll love this story too. I don't know mm -hmm. if you know this one, but when we signed with, with Buena Vista, uh, my agent, Jimmy, called me and said, uh, congratulations, we, we, we're, we closed the deal. Yeah, this is going to be a national show. And I said, well, our show is called The Morning Show and syndication can be at any time during the day. Uh -huh. So we have to change the name. What, what are we going to change it to? He goes, The Regis Feldman Show. <gasps> what, what, you've got a problem with that? And I remember being stunned by, because he was my agent before he was Jimmy's. Okay. And yeah, he was my agent first. And I, he said, I, the Regis Phil was like, wait, you've got a problem with that? And I said, I have a problem with the fact that you don't have a problem with that. Mm. What am I, a lamp? That's mm. what I asked. Wow. Yeah. Am I a lamp? You, you know how that everything changed when I joined Regis. Wow. That's not, I'm great. It's because we're great together. Yes. And I'm not going to sit there and be a member of the Regis Philbin show and act like I didn't help build this. Yes. Yeah. You know, Kathy Lee, yeah. like just it's just seeing you. You know why you inspire me is because, you know, I'm going to end with this because you inspire me because, you know, as I as I said earlier, you know, I lost my mom last year. But I look at you and I see how you continue to move forward because I know you lost your beloved father in 2002, your beloved husband, Frank, in 2015 and your beloved mother in 2017. And I look at you and I see you happy you're moving forward and it's just you make me feel like I'm gonna get there too so I just want to say thank you so much because look at you like you you remind us all who are grieving you're gonna get your it's gonna be okay keep moving forward keep moving forward have the faith and I, I just want to say thank you for that really thank you sweetheart you're just a delight you are such a delight and it's a pleasure to meet new people young people that I can start saying okay so we're not lost we're not lost <laughs> yeah, as a right I hope not not with They're, me Paulo's here. Paulo's here. Paolo's, we're all, we're good. We're well, good. 
this, thank you. This is what we want to do for you because in honor of you being a guest on our show, I we have we wanted to make two donations that I know are really they're very close and near to your heart. So our first donation we're going to make to is going to be to a-b-c.org, two hundred and fifty dollars in honor no, of you. The, the Association to Benefit Children. Yes, that's, yes. That's the home of. The Cody the House and, and Cassidy's, Cassidy's Yes, that's, exactly. So we want to do that. And, and then another... That, you are. That's so good. Thank welcome. you, honey. And then another 250... <laughs> we got one more. We got one more for you because you, you're daytime royalty, okay? So you gotta, we got to give you another one, okay? So we're going to do okay. $250 to the Rock the Road and the Rabbi Foundation. Um, yeah. Yeah, just in honor of you because I know this is a big cause for you and you started this. So we want to... It's a, a little something, but for yeah, people... That, that's my personal foundation, which goes... Every time I make a uh, I write these books and I do these films, it just it keeps generating the the, the funds. I, I'm, the way cost me two and a half million dollars, and uh, yeah, I didn't have too many partners on that one, so I had to I had to find that money and. Wow, and I know and this and, and, and yeah. the other one. yes exactly yes. No, 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 okay, you're right again. I get proactive. Yes. How much do I need? To... Okay, and there you it know, is. and uh, you just do what you got to do. Don't keep waiting. For the for the opportunity to knock, yeah, you know, just yeah. it's it, it you're gonna wait a long, long time. Create an environment where opportunity will find you. God. Be the person. My daddy used to say to me, um, he said, "Honey, I'd be going off for an audition or whatever, a new job, or whatever." And he'd go, "Honey, it's easy. Just be the best they ever had." Wow, my God, and I then love treat and then treat every single person there the way Jesus would. I love that so much. And I know she's wrapping me up because I've got a live thing. Okay, 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 okay. Yes, yes. But let's talk some more about all this stuff next time, okay? Thank you. And I want everybody to know if you guys want to do a donation, you can go to kathyleegifford.com backslash charity. Go on the website. Um, your website's beautiful and the all every, anyone can make a donation. You're the okay. first one on all the millions of interviews I've ever done that, have, that that's, has done this. I'm very touched by your gift, sweetie. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kathy more zeros on it but that's it okay okay oh my god okay go go do your interviews i love you thank you so much you're a blessing to all of us and thank you for being on a spoonful of apollo you are just an amazing woman and i have so much love and respect for you okay god bless you sweetheart bye Pat. Bye. 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 thank bye. you thanks kathy thank you bye 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 Salam shalom. thank you back to you thank you thank you thank you bye bye Thanks for joining me today on the A Spoonful Apollo podcast. For tons more interviews or the video version of this episode, visit our website, aspoonfulapollo.com or our YouTube channel. I'm Paolo Presta, and I hope you always remember to dream big. Dream, dream, dream big. Spoonful <laughs> Apollo. <laughs> I love you, Oprah. Bye, everyone. We'll see you next time.